Thanks to the wonder of YouTube, I was introduced to Fran Manessis. Hailing from Chile and currently based in Hastings, she's an illustrator and YouTuber. An illustuber. Her creations speak to the daily oddities and difficulties of life, whereas her videos give you a sense of the honesty and like-mindedness by which she expresses her content. Fran has only ever put a smile on my face and made me feel not so alone in times when I very much felt so. In this episode, we break down her journey up until this point, how she navigates the space of being a role model, and whether or not the gut feeling is an asset. This is It's an Asset with Fran Manessis. A quick heads up, we're dealing with an overseas conversation here, so the audio may reflect this. Coming to you from Hastings, England, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Okay, I want to kick it off with who is Fran Manessis? Oh man, who am I? Um, that's always like a very weird uh, question to ask, like to answer. Um, so I'm Chilean. I guess that's like the cool way to start. I'm Chilean. I was born in Chile. Chile is like a very long and gorgeous country by the end of South America. And I love my country. We have all the weathers. People there are so nice. Um, and, uh, almost Five years ago, I moved with my husband to Europe. Uh, we have been, we have lived in Germany, Cologne, Berlin, and then we moved to the UK. We have lived in London and then in the UK. I studied graphic design, but halfway there, like halfway the career, I decided to change, like not change, but um, study illustration on my own because I couldn't. I couldn't like freeze or like stop <laughs> stop studying graphic design. So when all the classes were done, I went to the library, I sneaked in and I stayed up until like really late learning what was illustration because back in the days, I'm talking like back in the days, 2000, probably seven, uh, illustration, even though there were a couple of illustrators in Chile, illustration wasn't like a deal at all, like no one, Almost no one was pursuing illustration as a career. So actually when you typed illustration in Google, um, like nothing came out. It was like very surreal. Like um, some, there's a period in time called illustration, like um, at least in Spanish. I don't know if that's, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but no, like um, it wasn't like some like freelance illustration wasn't something that people were talking about back then at least or like how to pursue illustration as a career full time like no one um but i was freaking out because i've always wanted to do like pursue drawing and illustration as a living but i have no idea if people have done that in the past so i'm like okay how can you do this and also have no idea if you can actually do illustration for a living I always saw drawing as something that I really enjoyed. I was an anime girl growing up. I drew anime a lot. Sailor Moon was my jam and all this stuff. So when I'm like, okay, maybe I kind of like doing this for a living. Um, I started working at a newspaper uh, doing graphic design work, but then somehow they noticed or someone told the people from like the journalists that I drew in some capacity, I illustrated in some capacity. So they started asking me to illustrate some articles and then I'm like, okay, I kind of like this 
as a job because back then I had no idea if I wanted to pursue illustration as a hobby or as a job like it's a very different thing to work for a client and receive feedback that only work for yourself and not in a financial way like see illustration as a career way so I guess that's it I have two cats I'm <laughs> I um yeah that's I think that's who I am in some way it's very hard to describe yeah I mean I remember watching your videos for the first time and I was like this girl is like so cool and I, I completely connect with you on a level of like anime and like starting off there and yeah I think you're wonderful oh thank you baby thank you Rachel and now on to one of my favorite questions um I know the concept of gut feeling or following your intuition it's a little out there for many and and that perhaps it may not be relatable in the traditional sense of basing it off of say a decision and you don't have Um. the immediate people surrounding you like backing up decisions you're making and within yourself and that being said it would be interesting to hear your perspective on what is following your gut to Fran Manessis um yeah I kind of hate that that in some way people don't take intuition seriously like the gut feeling seriously because since it's not like a rational way of making like taking a decision like making a decision people don't take it as a valid way of noticing how you feel at least for me it's a very the question was like how do you describe a gut feeling yeah like in what ways do you practice following your gut and it could, I don't know it could be like something very physical where it's like you have to like align yourself in this before you make a decision or or it's a yeah it's a very physical sensation I remember I, I wasn't always like this I in I think in the past um I never <laughs> I, ne- I I I was too scared to listen to myself in some way it's not like um I have come um into the realization that I am not scared anymore of course like right now I'm super scared about like lots of things and you can be totally insecure about the things that you're doing or like having no idea what you're doing but um, I don't see intuition um, as a, a relation like a direct relationship of how I feel with myself or with my work so intuition is basically that inner voice telling you um these things about people, about uh, working relationship, about projects, about, um, I don't know, like the most random, the randomest things ever. Uh, but to me, it's, it's a very physical feeling like, oh, I feel very wrong about this or like, oh my God, I have an amazing hunch about this situation. Uh, but in some way, I, I wasn't like this when, for example, I was studying at uni. It's something that it has been developing since um, since I started working. Because in the past, like, I didn't listen to myself in some way. I, I did what people told me to do or, like, what it was right for me, quote. I'm, like, doing quotes right now. <laughs> what it was right for me or, like, what is, was expected from me. But uh, then you kind of start uh, developing this weird inner voice with time and the more you listen to that voice the more the most the more you listen that voice um in every aspect of your life I feel like when you start slowly listening to it and you see that when you follow through 
and certain things like they work out and you're just like oh it's got something to it and then people start trusting themselves more and more Mm -hmm. um and has your work and like you know given the angle you're coming from as like a freelance illustrator and having a prominent online presence has like contributed to your belief in following your gut yeah the i mean Oh man, that's like a weird, like a, a tricky question. <laughs> I I think it it it's been following my gut in my work right now is one of the most important assets. Sounds like a very serious uh, word, but like it's been, it's I think it's the most important tool right now in my work. Um, and I hate that people don't talk that much about it. That that's why I was so happy to know that you. Are, like you're talking about this openly. Um, like I said, I feel like people don't take it very seriously because it's not like a measurable, rational way of taking decisions because you had you have like zero proof about what you're feeling. It's just like this weird feeling that you're going through in that. Um, and it's sad when I, I was thinking about um, us talking about this and what can I say about intuition or like this weird feeling. And I remember I read this quote from someone in the internet. God, I, I hate myself for not remembering, but it was, I would rather regret doing something uh, than regret not doing it. And in some way, I feel the same way with intuition. I would rather obey my intuition and something, um, and not like the outcome is not what I expected, than not listen to my intuition. The way in which I have experienced Fran has only ever been through your videos and like your social media, but I do feel you've expressed yourself through these mediums in a very real and honest way. And do you feel that as your career and your platform has progressed that, say, people have kind of pinned you as someone to be followed? I mean, I feel if I were coming from an uncertain place myself and I didn't exactly know what I wanted for myself, I would perhaps not apply, say, being a hard worker, transparency and honesty in the things that I learned for myself and just be like, okay, I'm just going to follow like the person who made it and do exactly what they did. Do you come across many people like that? Say with your online uh-huh. platform, do people reach out and they're like, Fran, how did you do it? Oh my God. I feel like people always want to know like an equation of how you do things like a for, uh, that's a word thank you <laughs> like a, a, for, a formula like can i can you tell me all the ingredients step by step so i can do exactly what you did but uh, what and i remember i feel so related to those questions because i remember doing those questions too to other people i i used to follow when i started this like illustration adventure um, but then i realized that you have to customize and personalize those ingredients to your reality um i didn't grow up in the in europe i didn't grow up in the u.s i grew up in chile so all like from the get-go from the beginning my context was completely different to all the illustrations i was follower i was following all the illustrators um and then you sort of like in some way people want that formula anyways but what i'm trying to tell people is that I can give you the tools and with those tools you can modify the the uh, formula but I guess people feel more calm and contained or like 
um, fostered when you give them all the steps one by one instead of them taking an active action towards what they want and how they can get the exact same result. Right now, to me, I am giving all I have for the internet right now. Like I'm giving all of my knowledge, uh, all the experience that I have accumulated in a very short period of time because I want people to have the tools right away. I didn't um, study illustration. I, I all Everything I know from watercolors to Photoshop, I learned it by myself, like on my own. So if I can, yeah, if I can help someone uh, with the tools or like learning process or experience right now, I will do it because I would really love to have those tools when I was learning uh, by myself. Um, but I still, there's so many things that I have no idea how to do because I, I, I still feel really new in the business, even though I have been doing this for like, I think seven years or six years. Um, so I, I still feel very unexperienced. There's still lots of things that I have no idea what to do or how to do it. So I am, I think in some way what I'm, what, what I like in what I do is that I'm completely blunt and honest about everything. It's like, this is what I know right now. I have no idea if this is going to change in the future, but at least I like to share everything I know. Uh, and it comes hand in hand with intuition or like how to follow your gut or how to make decisions or um, all of my mistakes. So people have uh, more tools than uh, what I had when I started. Yeah, that's just the way to go. Just be blunt and upfront and be like, "I'm this is where yeah. I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but this is all I know right now. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that you do suffer from imposter syndrome quite a lot? Oh, baby, all the time. Imposter syndrome is my, my best friend right now. Uh, for example, I was, um, I am, I, I don't know how, but people, uh, a gallery in Spain is inviting me right now to go to the first weekend in February to do a workshop. And I'm like, why are people inviting me to do a workshop? Because what I think, Rachel, is all the information I know ever in, about illustration is online for free. So why will someone, first of all, hire me to do a workshop if all the information is out there? They don't need me to explain anything because literally everything I know is there. And two, who will pay for like a workshop if again they could get that information for free and I started scrolling down their amazing artists that they're also doing workshops in the same gallery <laughs> and they're like freaking da Vinci's of photoshop they're like super skillful like really talented illustrators doing amazing amazing works of art in photoshop and I'm like I, I don't know I have no idea how to do this like they're super incredibly uh talented artists doing like um character design and amazing things and I'm like I have no idea what like I can I can't do like character design so I went through this path of like um I don't know make amends with myself like okay Fran obviously I am not going to teach any digital skills because the the knowledge I have in Photoshop is like basic I am not going to do character design so why what can I teach to people? Why can I share with people? Not in a very teachy, like a, in a teacher 
student kind of way because I don't feel like a teacher, but sort of like a companion, like this is you and me in a very horizontal relationship right now. And I'm going to share everything I know and I can walk along the way with you. Um, so in the end, I'm like, okay, what? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what can I teach you right now? I am not the most skill skillful illustrator. Like I, if you see my illustrations, they're not like complex pieces of art. They're like, just like simple illustrations, like no skill whatsoever. So I'm like, okay, maybe this illustration course can be uh, for teaching, but for people that are in the beginning of being uh, illustrators or like they just want to work in the communication side of illustration or like how to be vulnerable with your audience, how to connect with your audience. And in that regard, I feel more comfortable like sharing something like that with someone rather than like character design and amazing illustrator skills in Photoshop, you know? I think that's that was my way, um, my path to be more comfortable with my imposter syndrome, just like being honest with yourself and what you can do and what you can teach in this like case. I mean, your videos make me feel like that as well. You're like a companion. And I think it's also, I would like to go to a workshop like this and not necessarily the skills that perhaps someone could teach you, but also who that person is themselves. And uh, I may not go to that workshop for the other artists, even though they're amazing, but I would go to the workshop because Fran is there and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's the character and like the person you are. And I mean, it goes back to the bloggers and people being their own influencers, and like their own brands. If someone connects with that, then it may not be like the skills they have, but like, I'd want to go see Fran at a workshop. Yeah. I'll thank you. Maybe. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, if I were in Spain, I would definitely be one of the people in the audience. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, and this, this has got to be my favorite question, but why are you good at what you do? Why are you good? Oh, man. I don't feel like, I mean, oh, God. I don't want to say I am not good at what I do because that's lying. I do feel that I'm good at some things, but in the same, at the same time, I feel like, oh man, I need to work on so many things that I'm really bad at drawing or like, right now my husband Ed and I are working on a new graphic novel and it's a sci-fi graphic novel. It's nuts, Rachel, because like all of the things that surround it, like surround a very sci-fi type of, um, scenarios are things that I have no idea how to draw like spaceships and dystopian landscapes and all of that stuff um so I'm like constantly um facing this stuff that I don't know and that puts you in a very vulnerable position because you start second guessing yourself a lot but it's the only way to improve yourself and like be totally aware of your weaknesses and the things that where your limitations are I'm like constantly pushing my limitations like all the time I think what makes my work good, if that's even like a word with quotes, uh, good, is that I'm, most of the times I, I'm, I put myself in a very vulnerable position and that allows people to relate. I know like relatable work is very in right now in most of the illustrators, uh, but I feel like people want to connect with you and if you open yourself and you if you're honest 
with how you feel and who you are and you're not pretending to be someone else. People are immediately and naturally attracted to passionate people and enthusiastic people uh, or like being really raw and honest. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now, but this is what I know. Or like, today I had a very bad day. At least the content that I really like and seek on the internet right now are from artists, writers who expose themselves, not in a very intimate way, like they're not sharing their intimacy in, in intimacy. I'm saying like, not only like sex things, but like their intimate lives or their problems, but they're sharing things that they're going through, process, crisis. Um, I'm like immediately drawn to that content because I want to connect with real people, with real life. Um, so I guess that might be the answer that I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to ask myself, am I being honest when I say this? Am I being myself when I'm saying this? Um, am I talking to someone else? Am I trying to impress someone? Am I seeking uh, likes or am I like seeking connection, real connection? Um, I think that's what makes my work more... Um, is the word unique? No, it's not unique because a lot of people are doing the same thing. But if we use the same word, it's the, yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, even though I love, love your YouTube channel and the content you produce, it's, I just, I love your artwork too. Oh, thank you. And like, I have a separate, it's like a separate <laughs> connection and like it's spread on like two different mediums. And like, yeah, it is unique. And like, there's experiences you share and, I connect with it, and it puts a smile on my face. And you're just, like, a real oh, honest person. So, thank you. Yeah, it's like the people that you yourself are looking for, um, you're already one of those people yourself, and I feel like when you are what you're looking for and what you're kind of preaching as well, it's like you will attract those people into your life as well. Yeah, I feel the same way, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... My last question to close it out, in the spirit of staying true to your own path, is there perhaps a book or a song that you find really resonates with this? Like something that reminded you to really stick to your own guns and keep with it? Oh my god, so many inspirational books. Um, well, I think the whole thing that started this like snowball of inspiration I mean like vulnerability and connecting with your gut and all of that stuff is um Daring Greatly by Brené Brown I start. I read that book and it changed not it changed my life completely but it started changing my work in a totally different new way that I have never experienced before and the way that I connect with um my audience always sounds so weird, but like the, the, my followers and stuff, it changed everything. Also, The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. Amazing book, super inspirational. I love it. Um, I think I've <laughs> lent that book to so many people I know. Um, also, the, the one by Brené Brown, because they're like life-changing books. Also, um, Chess Kids by Patti Smith, the same way. Um, because I love the way how like, um, what is the word? I love how she narrates her life and how she sees her life. I would love to see my life the way she sees her reality, like her daily life. And she's so eloquent with words. 
and I am very clumsy with words. That's why I think I draw because I feel like I'm more eloquent with drawings. Um, but I love how she's she opens herself in this like very um, strange period of her life when she moved to New York for the first time. It's like very inspirational. Um, and music, oh my God, I think I can send you a few um, songs because I don't have my phone right now. I'm recording this on my phone. <laughs> but I can send you a few songs and you can put it on the description box. But yeah, if I can say like a few words about like how to reconnect with your intuition and like your guts, because a lot of people ask me that all the time. I think it will have to be, oh yeah, <laughs> I think it will have to be to... Um, because in the beginning, the inner voice never speaks until you listen. Uh, and I think the only way to listen to your inner voice or to start that your inner voice starts talking is to like just reconnect with yourself. And the way that I reconnect with yourself, because sometimes we're too busy or too like in another like mindset, we're like constantly listening to stuff. I, I, I blame the damn podcast because we're I'm I'm constantly listening to a voice all the time. If not, it's not music or a series in the background or a podcast which we all love. Um, we're never quiet with ourselves. We never spend time listening to ourselves. And I f I feel like the first thing to do to reconnect with your gut is to just like stay quiet, just like go out for a walk. Um, I started journaling I think two years ago, and it changed my life because. Is like talking to yourself in a very therapeutic way and you start noticing like oh my god I did this uh, last month or I've noticed that this person is coming back what is happening it's like a very it's like going to therapy but with yourself it's amazing I, I highly recommend people like please start journaling um, and also like I know meditation is not for everybody but even like going out for a walk or like staying quiet with yourself um, is the best thing. I also, wait, I'm just like writing, write, reading my notes. Yeah. Spend some time alone to, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, and listen to your body. A lot of the times I have, I have felt so freaking confused about like taking decisions, like huge, not like life changing decisions, but like, oh my God, I have no idea what to do because my rational side is saying yes, but my intuition is saying no. And I'm like, ha, ah. and this whole thing that we were talking about, Rachel, like there's no rational proof of what you're feeling, but you just feel it. And you just like learn how to read your body. Your body tells you everything. If you're like tense or like clutching your fists or like if your stomach is churning or like if you feel like very tense, you're already making a decision. It's just that you're not paying attention to your body language and every, like every time I felt like very insanely confused, I either journal, I go out for a walk, I talk with a friend or with my husband and like even um, and read your body language and the, the answer will come very clearly for you. Um, I guess that that's my most honest advice about intuition. And it's so important and no one is talking about this. <laughs> Hi, this is Fran Manessis, and this is Guts and Glories, signing off. Perfect! <laughs> was that it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was It's an Asset with Fran Manessis. Refer to the show notes to further get to know our guest. Share your thoughts and show us some love by subscribing or get in touch to be featured on the podcast. Released every other Monday.
Thanks for lending us an ear. Passing on the mic.